Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got it with punishment. Youngest is confident, but they hear the one we coming with. Others in love with the drug and this man we just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's show for 48 Minutes. Um, this is part one of a three-part series we're doing uh, called Cavs and Warriors Week, where uh, all three shows on the network are going to go back and watch some classic games from this four-year run. And Sean and I get number one in this series. We get 2016 Game 7. So <clears throat> to me, I really wanted to kind of go through this rivalry again because, you know, I know the Lakers and Celtics have played in the finals, you know, against each other countless times. I know we've seen, like, multiple times we've seen the same matchups before you know the lake the bulls and the jazz just played a back-to-back against each other not too long ago um but we never saw two teams do this four years in a row and i know sean when like people look back at this there's some people who are like oh it got redundant and there's some people who are like well they're the two best teams so it was fine with me but <clears throat> you know to think about that you know you never saw that really in any other sport where four teams play each other for the national champ i mean for the championship um you know in consecutive seasons so I thought kind of going back and picking like three games from this series um, would be kind of cool to go back and kind of like reminisce on them. Yeah. And I really thought this was the perfect one to go number one because this was like the game that kind of changed everything. It was, it was. And it's not a watching it again after seeing it, you know, the first time when it, when it originally aired, obviously live. um, It's obviously an epic contest. Yeah. But watching it a second time, I'm not stressed out. I know what's going on. Um, and it's a game that doesn't need an overtime. Right. It doesn't need an overtime. And the last – the thing that stands out the most to me about this game is the last one minute is completely unremarkable. Yes. Nothing happens during the last minute. It's, it's really sloppy. And mm. – the crowd is kind of sitting there like as stunned as people are at home, except for the people in Cleveland going absolutely just batshit crazy. They're just kind of like, did, did that just happen? Can, can we rewind it? Cause I, I, I don't, is there, is there a mistake here? Like that's the whole vibe of that last minute. Like, is there, is this, is this a real thing that just happened? And like the only people obviously being in an Oakland, it's just, it's extra awkward. Um, but at the same time, like it's it's LeBron over top the mountain, and even though the the crowd, you know, is stunned and just you know like you know pissed off. I mean, it's it's weird because it's it's the defining moment in his career. Yeah, it is, and it's like <clears throat> you know the game of games really because, like you said, like the like the first quarter even is like, huh. but like the second and third quarter are like this is incredible. Incredible. Yeah, the fourth they, quarter up till like the two minute mark is like, yeah, uh, yeah, like, this is so good. And then you're like, uh. so like it's just this big like, this is meh, this is great, this is great, this is great, this is uh, yeah. And then it's like they won a title, and it's just like I, I don't know. Like looking back at it, that's just the way I felt. Like it just was. I mean, obviously, you know, I like I said, it's not going to be as exciting as it is live. So I don't really rewatch a whole lot of games. So, but just like you know, it's a slugfest. The first three quarters, really. Yeah. And um, I believe the the Warriors ended up – they went up a little bit, and then the Cavs went up by, I think, seven or eight. And that was – like, I mean, that was, like, the most you got throughout that entire game. It was just a slugfest back and forth. And it's like there's – the thing that, that also stuck out to me is this is game seven. Yeah. Of, of the rivalry of, of, you know, the 2010s. And – how calm and collective everybody looks Yeah. in this game. Like Steph Curry, cool as hell, even though he's throwing up complete trash the majority of the game. Yeah. The majority of the game, he is – if, if Draymond wasn't there, I don't even know what they would have looked like that game because, I mean, he's the only one who even really kept them in that game, to be honest with you. But he it's just – awesome. Yeah, he's, he's great in that, in that, in that, that whole game. Um, but you know, Steph is not, but Steph wasn't remarkable at all during that series. Like, like Kyrie Irving pretty much outplayed him that whole series. And 
up until that last bit because there was it was like this like cockiness of Steph Curry finally just like drifted off and it's like and you can tell he's like throwing stuff up that he shouldn't be throwing up and he's just like oh well it'll probably go in but like if it doesn't cool <laughs> you know like that that's that's the mentality that I see from Steph Curry watching these these this series because like it's peak Steph Curry like I mean he's he was the best player that year and the year before so it's just it's just shocking to me like just the shit that he throws up in this game yeah so Let's kind of um, look. So, kind of so get you guys a heads up. Like I said, so Sean and I are going to be doing 2016 Game 7. On Wednesday this week, Shot Collars will be doing Christmas Day 2016, which is Kevin Durant's first game in the rivalry. And then Friday on At Large Bid, myself and Taylor do 2018 Game 1. Yes, the infamous JR forgets to score a game. So, <laughs> three fun games for you guys to look forward to. Um, so, let's kind of bring you know, up to speed kind of what happens here. So, 2015, LeBron goes back to Cleveland. These two teams play in the finals. Kevin Love gets hurt in the playoffs and this against the Celtics. And then they get to the finals and Kyrie Irving gets hurt in game one. So LeBron's second best player for the stretch of the finals is Matthew Delvadova, who yeah. literally has to go to the hospital because he plays so hard throughout the series. <laughs> the Cavs are up two games to one. Delvadova goes to the hospital and LeBron will playing incredible, but the Warriors win the next three going four games to two. My personal opinion, healthy Kevin Love, healthy Kyrie Irving, Cavs don't lose that finals because there's no way they're going to lose three times in a row. It just wasn't going to happen. No, and no. Uh, it was, it was one of the. And we lost Sean. All right. So I'll wait for him to get back. Um, so this year, you know, going into 2016, they're the, they're the favorites to play in the finals again. Um, LeBron bring, you know, not LeBron, sorry. Um, the Cavs go ahead and they, they go through the Eastern Conference Finals. They beat Toronto in six. Golden State, although they have the 73-9 and nine season, the best se- regular season ever. Steph Curry wins unanimous MVP. They struggle with the, with the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are they're down three games to one, two. They win game five. There's game six, Clay, and game seven, they pull the win off and leads to the world changing. We get to the finals, and the Warriors are up two games to none. Cleveland wins game three. Golden State wins game four. Draymond Green gets suspended for flagrant, for flagrant points. The Cavs win the next two huge to take us to where we are in game seven. Shawnee, back Yeah, here. I'm back. Okay, that was weird. It got super quiet. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. So, so go, go ahead with what you were saying. Well, the thing that's, that's interesting to me, you know, going back to the year before, and I know I'm probably the only person who will probably ever say this. And everyone will say, you know, the defining moment of, I mean, the defining moment of LeBron's career is, is winning in Cleveland no matter what. But I never saw him play better basketball than that losing series the year before. I've never seen a man so motivated to win than he was then. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that series because he was incredible. Yeah, he was. I mean, I mean, people people voted for him in the finals MVP, you know, even though they lost. I mean, it, it, it was it was just an absolutely incredible series for him. So you get to this moment and it's like there's no way he's going to lose. He goes down three one. Yeah, there's some things from the series, too, that are just like so cool, man. Like, um, do you remember game six? This was right before Craig Sager passed. So ESPN let him work the game. Yeah. And he interviews LeBron and Kyrie in the post game. They go, after all this time, how the hell are you just now doing a finals game? So this is like, yeah, this might've been a couple months before he passed. If I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah so I think like it was pretty close. Yeah. Um, and so like, that was really neat. You know, just like that feeling of like, I remember when they lost game four you know, like everyone, I was like, okay, you know, they probably lose this series. But I was like, but if they win game five, then anything's going to happen. Anything's possible here with LeBron James with like, you know, with his back against the wall with, with more chances. Sure enough, they, they, you know, him and Kyrie have the game five where they both score 41. And I think like LeBron might have had a triple double that game. And then game six. Probably. Both- <laughs> <laughs> At this point, game six, they're both incredible again. And then, um, you know, Andre Iguodala is battling an injury in, in game six. Kyrie Irving has a foot injury going to this game and going into game seven. So a lot's up in the air at this point. And, you know, what do you remember? Like, I don't remember the betting line. I don't really remember like the spread. Uh, I don't remember the over under or anything like that, but 
I knew it was an oracle, so I had to figure the Warriors were the favorite. But do you, you what do you remember like your feeling like going into Game Seven? Um, I I remember feeling that anything could happen. Yeah. And um, you know, I was I was definitely cheering on Golden State because I'm a firm believer that Cleveland shouldn't win anything ever. So uh, so I was pretty burned after the game. I'm not even gonna lie. I had a lot on the I had a lot on the stake at that point. But um. You know, and, well, and, and my main reasoning for that was, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors had just beaten the regular season record of the Chicago Bulls. And I was like, all right, if you're going to go ahead and, and win this, go ahead and do it, you know, go ahead and prove you're the greatest team ever, you know, and they didn't. And then like, there was like this part of me after the game that was like, so I guess they're not the greatest team ever. <laughs> So I guess my favorite team is still the greatest team ever. All right, that's cool. I'm still mad that Cleveland won, but that was what I was thinking going into this this contest. And also, I want to go ahead and say, when rewatching this, I totally forgot about the existence of Mo Williams. Yes, I I was like, oh yeah, Mo (laughs) Williams. He was there. He is. I forgot he was on this team. I had so much of that in this series. I was like, oh yeah, Mo Spates. Most Spades! Most Spades! Yeah, and it's just like some of these some of these games that I, I like I, I was just kind of like going through the roster and I'm just like, man, and and if there was ever a game, Tim, if there was ever a game to prove that somebody was a bad luck guy for a decade, <laughs> it was Anderson Freaking Verjao. Okay, he was the only reason why LeBron didn't win those titles. It was all that flopping he did for years, man. It cost him. It cost him. And then he's like, all right, I'll go sign with the Warriors. I'll win a ring. You still don't win a ring. You become, He's a clown. That guy is a clown. He looks like Sideshow Bob. He's a clown. Like, didn't he wear like a Sideshow Bob necklace for a while? Dude, I don't know, but I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying Anderson Verichow is my least favorite player I've ever seen play. I can't stand him. I hate the way he plays. He flopped all the time. Like, he was the reason that I hated Cleveland for so long. It wasn't even Le- it wasn't LeBron. It was that guy. And I just, I can't, and then having him on the Warriors just made me angry. But he's a bad luck guy. He is a bad luck guy. That is the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, so, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to top that. I know. Well, also, too, I think, you know, what doesn't get mentioned when we talk about this is like, because everyone's like, well, if Draymond doesn't get suspended, like, maybe so. Maybe they go in game five if he's not suspended, but maybe. Right. You know, there's no, like, <clears throat> but he played game six and game seven. Yeah. You know, he did. Oh, and he, and like, like, I, like we said earlier, game seven, he's incredible. He's incredible. And he had to be incredible. And I'll tell you why. Because, it was his fault that he wasn't in the last game. Yeah. So he had to come out. If he came out all shitty that game and didn't put on a, you know, didn't actually come out there and he outplayed everybody on that team and he needed to do that. So I will respect Draymond Green for coming out, you know, and, and, and putting out the production that he put out, especially with Iggy Hurt. And, you know, you know, we were chatting about this the other day and like, well, that was the first thing I forgot about. Like, cause yeah, all same. those, all those series kind of blended together after a while, you know, except for this one, obviously. But I totally yeah. had forgotten that Iggy was hurt. And, you know, he was the finals MVP the year before. So, you know, it's it, it, that was one thing that I forgot. It's just weird going back and looking at these because there was just so many times these guys faced off. Well, that and then it's like also like, what if Andrew Bogut doesn't get hurt? Another because, one. Yeah, that's like. Yeah. That, once that's, Andrew Bogan gets hurt, like Tristan Thompson dominates rebounds. I mean, I mean, over everything. Festus Azili is is starting this freaking game. <laughs> like, I mean, like, there's no, there's no reason ever that that guy should be starting a finals game. But that's where they were at. Yeah, I mean, they literally tried to play every center throughout this game. Like, most space plays like four minutes. It's yeah, like, four minutes he's in though. It's like he's got the energy going. The crowd's getting pumped up. He yeah. causes a, turn- a LeBron turnover. Like, yeah. Oh, all right, Mo. Well, Mo, Mo had a couple moments over the years yeah, with, with, with with the playoffs and everything, and uh, and I'll say this: Sean Livingston's another total glue guy. He was one of yeah. the best players on this team, and you know, after he retired, like you know, a year ago, this last year, it's just like I just feel like that era was completely done after Livingston left. 
not Durant, just Livingston. No, yeah, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> no, well, Durant, we knew Durant was only going to be there for a short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, he was he was there to get some chips. That was it. Finally yeah. get them. He might not ever win anymore, you know? And yeah, it would right. and honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. So, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I think we've seen the best years of Kevin Durant, you know, behind us at this point. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the game. So okay. like you said, Festus Azili starts. I think it's Azili, Draymond, Clay, Curry, and who is the Azili? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, that's right. Yeah. Always forgetting that guy, aren't you? Easy to forget, Harrison Barnes. <laughs> On the other end, you have Love, Thompson, Kyrie, LeBron, and J.R. Smith. Yes. Um, so game starts out, and then Kyrie goes down and immediately gets the, gets the assist to Tristan Thompson. Um, Festus Azili hits Draymond that cut where he has a dunk, and it's like, Draymond's here to play today. Yes. Draymond's not fucking around. No, no, he, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, Draymond, like, right after he makes three, he makes, he makes a three to, uh, to, to get the Warriors a four-point leave. Kyrie jumps, gets a jumper, ties the game. And then the Warriors get a timeout, and they're bringing their death lineup. And LeBron quickly has, like, a couple turnovers. But then there's that play where really kind of, like, you see, like, LeBron gets woken up. So, it's uh, JR passes to the corner and Curry almost t- picks it. Like he tips off his fingers and LeBron grabs and throws a dunk in. That's when it's like, Oh, the beast has woken up. And so I remember like <laughs> the beast has woken up. Yeah. So, but really like that's big, that ties again about the three minute mark, but the first quarter, just like, like I said, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Words are up 23, 22. It's back Bill and forth. Yeah. Bill has made this point and I kind of agree with it when I listened to the, book of basketball him and Wendy did on this game he goes first quarters of game sevens always suck he's like they're not good he's like it, it, everyone's got everyone's like nervous and they didn't look nervous none of those guys looked nervous I'll give them that they looked calm and cool but inside all of them were freaking out every one of them yeah so the first quarter ends and like I think for both teams you're kind of like okay yeah you know it's a one point game all right you know we got this we're in this we're okay we're fine and like I remember like I was watching this game I I can tell you exactly how I was watching this game I was at a buddy's house and he was like hey he ordered a WWE WWE pay per view for that night yeah I watched I was like all right I'm bringing my iPad because I gotta watch the game well his iPad Wi Fi was struggling because I guess he didn't have a whole lot of bandwidth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You watched this game live on my on a, cell phone. On your cell phone, because you went to go see. You were watching a WWE event. Yes. Interesting. Yes. How was that? The first time I ever watched a full game on my phone in my life, and like I had no care what was going on in the wrestling show. What what wrestling show was that? I'm curious. I think it was Money in the Bank 2016. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't like the Money in the Bank, you know, like the CM Punk one. Yeah, so, yeah. Those are always fun, though. Those are always fun. Yeah, Okay. exactly. Okay, so, sorry. It's so funny. To bring up your point you made earlier, my notes for the start of the second quarter are, totally forgot that Mo Williams, Leandro Barbosa, Anderson Vergel, and most Mo Spates were in this series. Yeah, yeah. Especially Leandro Barbosa. I'm like, why yeah. did they use him? Yeah, they didn't. No. Because you're like, you're like, oh yeah, like because he was washed, Tim. That's why. That's why they didn't use him. Because because you know they 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 already had Festus Azili in the game, and they were like, I I don't know. <laughs> so at this point, like, like LeBron's played really hesitant in the first quarter. He's like passing out of plays. He's having t- bad turnovers. And when they do like the after first quarter interview with Ty Lue, he goes, I told him not to think and just attack. And sure enough, he comes out, he gets the steal. And, like, Mo Williams is, like, all by himself on the other side of the court, like, cherry-picking, hits him for a layup. Um, Shumpert has that three that draws the foul from Sean Livingston, completes a four-point play. Curry comes right back down, hits a long three. Draymond hits his third three, and LeBron blocks seven to five, five-minute mark. And this is when the trash-talking and the chief, the chief shots kind of come in. Oh, yeah. They're oh, jabbering, yeah. they're going at it. And, like, this is when yeah. the game finally starts to get fun. Yeah. And it kind of was like – because you remember game six – there's that situation where like the like Curry's on that fast break and Le- LeBron's behind him, and LeBron swats him and just like gives him that look of like don't even bother next time yeah. he flexes yeah. on him. Yeah, you could really tell like and Windhorse make, uh, references this. He's like when people were telling LeBron that Steph Curry was the best player in the world, like he took that to heart. Sure, and you know he was like, uh, no, he's like, 
because he's like said he's like 2015 is my biggest regret he's like if i have my full team i win that title yeah and like so he talks about that quite a bit um but like right after that draymond comes down once again hits his four three like draymond's just unreal yeah. followed by the Kyrie layup who draws a foul and um <laughs> there's a, like the timeout is like right in the four minute mark when like because the chippiness is happening the teams are crossing benches Draymond and LeBron walk by each other like this and you just see them jaw and I'm like this this is exactly what I want from game seven like yeah yeah give me all of this yeah and that's and that's what it's gotta be you gotta you you gotta be invested in the game and it's it's funny how you know I know Draymond Green's kind of transitioned is kind of one of as you know, a kind of a pal to LeBron at times, which is funny because like when they're on the court, they hate each other. I know. Like they like, hate each other on the courts, but they're like totally cool outside of basketball. And that's, that's how everything should be. That's yeah. how it should all be, you know, cause we don't, we don't have to have the pettiness of the, of the Celtics from a couple years back. You don't have to have the pettiness of the bulls and the pistons and all that. But the way that they do it, they keep it on the court, and afterwards, they're like, all right, it's cool. Respect. Because yeah, so, like, there's that one point where, like, Draymond's, like, talking to LeBron. He's like, you're a bitch. <laughs> I'm not a bitch. I got three kids. He's like, you're still a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just awesome. Like, who thinks to say that, like, in I that know. moment? And, like, I know. Uh, they, they're very physical with each other. Like how many times has LeBron had those like things where he's like laid out where it's like because of Draymond, you know, like, yeah, here's, here's the thing. So I got to ask you this. So say that LeBron is out of this series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say LeBron is out of the series and let's say, let's say he gets hurt, you know, in, in game four or something or game, game four. And, the same thing that Draymond pulls, you know, the, the kick, the, the kick that doesn't hit anything is done on, say, J.R. Smith. You think they, they, they go back and, and call a flagrant? No. I don't either. Okay. That's, no. all, that's all I wanted from you. That's, if I get anything from you, that's all I wanted right now. No, because, well, they, they didn't call, because correct me if I'm wrong, I can't remember. The, they didn't call the flagrant in the game, right? But there was, like, close – it was the day after. Yeah. And they like, upgraded it to day after. And it's like, he didn't even like it to me. And I've always said this. It was very transparent that it was in the be- the league's best interest to extend the series. Cause it was a fantastic series. They wanted to go seven games. So they were like, eh, you know, it was a little bit controversial at the time, but you know, it worked out really well. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was great. Like gave yeah. us like the moment of his career, you know? Yes. So, Draymond hits his fifth three. LeBron comes down, gets the layup, and draws the foul. Leandro Barbosa does not learn from Steph Curry, tries to go to the rim, and LeBron blocks his shot. But Draymond, at this point, is at 22 points, and Barbosa hits that three right before the half to give him a seven-point lead. So it's 49-42. Yeah. LeBron, at this point, is at 12-8-5. and five. And here's the other thing that really sticks out when you look at the box score. At the half, the Warriors were 10 of 21 from three. The Cavs were 1 of 14. Wow. Yeah. So you're kind of looking at it like if they have any chance whatsoever. I don't think so. Like they were down seven. Uh, they probably should have been 17. <laughs> <laughs> and so that kind of gets a little, you know, that's a little chippy, a little ch- uh, there. Do you kind of, do you remember this feeling? Did you feel like the like, Golden State won the game, like the second half was just based? Or did you kind of have that feeling? It's like it's LeBron in game seven. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't think any lead was safe. I mean, I, I, I thought that the momentum, if they were play, if, if the Warriors were playing anybody else, they would have won that game. Um, but, you know, LeBron had so much, he had, he willed his way to a victory. And it was, it was a little sloppy at the end, but, you know, um, you know, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think I was, I was at, at the half, I remember kind of thinking, okay, you know, they've got the momentum swinging their way, you know, let's mm-hmm. see what they can do. And like you said, they were shooting very well from, well, you know, about 50% from the, from the three. Um, and, and, you know, but that was, that was, that was their whole game though. Yeah. Jeff. I mean, that was that what was, they did. That's what they come out. Like clay hits a three. Jared hits back to back threes. Yeah. And then Kyrie just takes over the third quarter. He has 12 points in the third quarter. He's hitting those like crazy, unbelievable oh, yeah. shots. Yeah. He's, he's that one where he like, yeah, he has yeah. that one where like bounces like off the corner and into the basket, and you're like, and he does that like 
thing and you're yeah, like, yeah. he's here to play. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, you know, you see like the shot making ability of Kyrie Irving. Like you obviously knew what it was going to this game, but that, that was the game where it's like, it was at its best. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was peak. It was peak Kyrie Irving. Maybe. <laughs> maybe we don't know. We don't know. He might have, yeah. he might have a peak season someplace later, but I, I, I don't think so. No, I agree. Um, so you know, and like really, like if it's not for Kyrie, there's like that's like a 14 point turnaround because his like circus layup that he has that gives him a six point lead. Um, you know, the Warriors are missing shots, he's making shots, and like really kind of like gets the game going. And of course, Draymond, who's like, you guys aren't going to get super ahead of us, hits yet another shot, pulls a foul on LeBron, gets three shots, then comes down, hits a six three, and then Livingston gets the dunk to tie the game. The Warriors are on an eight or run, cast call timeout. And then Harrison Barnes comes out and he hits a three to get in the lead. Harrison Barnes was two of 20 from three. Yeah, yeah. Random three-pointer by Harrison Barnes. Yes. You always forget about that guy. (laughs) I know. We've made mention of this. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so Harrison Barnes hits a three. And then you get that Clay Thompson crazy layup. And Andre Iguodala has that layup to give them a one-point lead, 76-75, going to the fourth. So... I know we've kind of jumped pretty quickly through this, but like this is really where the game is like the game. Cause like you said, there is no overtime. There didn't need to be an overtime. Um, but things to kind of look for at this point, like Iguodala not hitting free throws at all through this series. Like no, did he, not want he, to be fouled. He he earned a reputation over over those two seasons that he was not a clutch free throw shooter or a free throw shooter. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's notoriously not a great free throw shooter, which is funny because he can shoot the three ball fairly well. Yeah. Like, like what's up with that? Is it like a Nick Anderson thing? I, I, Must be. It's got to be. Yeah. My guy, Nick Anderson. Never going to escape it. Jeez. So the Cavs first play in the fourth quarter. They run that flare screen where, for Richard Jefferson where LeBron gets to lay up. Um, what I really liked here is Kevin Love was really struggling throughout the series. So, like, game one, he had, like, 15 rebounds. And I think the rest of the series still game seven. He had 16 combined. Now, mind yeah. you, he was hurt in a game. He had a concussion. Richard Jefferson to start a game. Also crazy thing that Richard Jefferson started a finals game in 2016. Yeah. Um, but you can see, like, they're, like, getting his confidence back up. And he's, like, they're running sets for kept for Love. And, like, Love's getting situations where Clay's getting switched on him. And – then, like, well, really, it's kind of this, like, thing where, like, there's you see that, like, Kyrie's shot-making ability. You see, like, the coordination he has. There's that play in the, like, early in the fourth quarter where he gets himself on Draymond, and he leans his body back to put the shot up. And Draymond's, like, up perfectly with his hands to try to block the shot. And, like, still somehow, it goes over Draymond's hand. It bounces off the rim. Kyrie somehow still gets the ball and puts the layup in. And you're like... What other athlete in the NBA can do that? Like, just so perfect. Because Draymond's yeah. like, did everything you asked him to do in that play. Sure. And Kyrie still manages to make the play there. He's, he's, he's slippery. That's, <laughs> that's, all, that's all there is to say about Kyrie. He's a slippery player. Sean's using 2K badge names for this. Slippery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they foul Iggy. He can't hit free throws. And remember, like, <laughs> at this point, Curry's really, like, struggling. And he has that deep three with seven minutes to go. Yeah. And Clay comes down and hits that two with 6-12 remaining. So the 5-24 mark, the Warriors are up four. And you're like, all right, this is now or never. And LeBron draws the foul, hits all three free throws. And you're like, okay, one-point game. Like, all right, everyone's calm and collected. The Warriors only score one more time after this, after that moment. 5-34 to go, 5-24 to go in the end, they'll score two more points. Wow. Curry has that, like, stupid behind-the-back pass that goes out of bounds. Yeah. And you're like, oh, because LeBron then comes down, hits that three to give the Cavs the lead. And this is where they score the, the last bucket for the Warriors. Clay hits the buckets, 89-89. So at this point, I think we're about 250 to go, something like that. And then they have the play where like, there's that really long rebound where LeBron jumps for it and grabs it, and Curry bumps into him in the air and controls the foul. Now, like, if you remember – they were like Curry was having a lot of foul trouble in this series. He fouled out of Game Six. He I like, forgot that he. I forgot that he did that. Yeah, because yeah. remember that was the game he threw the mouthpiece. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah. So Curry's like, kind of lost, losing his mind there for a stretch, and when LeBron gets that rebound, he gets a triple double, only the third time in, in Game Seven in NBA Finals history. 
You know the other two? No. It's uh, Jerry West and James Worthy. Wow. James, big game James. Yeah. Didn't know he had one. Mm-hmm. So 250 to go. This hap- that happens. And then the game's a little – this is where you're talking about the little sloppiness comes on. But then the moments, the three moments in Cleveland Cavaliers basketball history, the three biggest moments all happen in one game. Sad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there are three amazing hey, moments. Hey, y- y- hey, if you have a moment, you have a moment. Yeah, for sure. All right, so Cavs missed a shot, and there's that fast break. It's Curry and Iguodala and LeBron chasing behind with J.R. Smith. JR does that thing where he runs at the rim. And so that way, like when, the, when Curry makes the pass for Iguodala to go to their, go to the shot, he kind of throws the pass off a little bit, which of course leads to, oh, blocked by James when LeBron yes. has both hands up in case Iguodala is a turnaround layup, which one of the points I want to make when we talk about this, when we like do our, like our post wrap is like Mike Breen is absolutely incredible in this game. Like Mike Breen is just so good calling this game. Okay. And when he has that, like, LeBron's signature moment is also Mike Breen's signature moment in his career. Yeah. You know, like, there's always, everyone's gotten like a bang. Sure. Like, sure. Oh, blocked by James is something that like he'll always have. Yeah. My favorite moment about that is like they missed, like the Cavs come down, they missed the shot and it goes to the break. But in that moment, LeBron is the block. The commentary is really quiet after Breen has it like, Oh, blocked by James. You just hear Mark Jackson go. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's all he says. He's just like, yeah, yeah. You know, and like Jeff Van Gundy doesn't really realize it until they like the timeout when they show the replay. And he's like, that's just, that's just unhuman. That's just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Like Van Gundy is excellent. You did a pretty good Van D- Gundy impression there right now. That was Thank good. You. That was very good. Yeah. So this timeout is, of course, if you read the book about this game, um, where LeBron's trying to get Ty Lue's attention and he's like calling the play. It's like, we're going to run this play for Kyrie take the ball out of my hands because they're expecting me to have it. Yeah. And he's like, we know that Curry's going to switch on the Kyrie. So we're going to have that. We're going to have, have that pull-up shot. Sure enough, they come out of the play. I think LeBron get like, love inbounds to LeBron who gets the ball to Kyrie. And Kyrie has like this, it's, um, I think it's Clay Thompson on him. And then the switch happens and Steph Curry picks him up. And you see Kyrie kind of is doing like his, his handles, moves, his little dribbles just setting up and he does that thing where he slides to the shot and hits the shot. And like, I remember like when he hits that shot, just being like, all right, this is over. Like, I don't, over. Care, what, I don't care what Golden State does the rest of the game. That's it. Yeah. There's, like, there's the momentum was, was gone in Golden State's hands. Anyway, there was, there was nothing. They had nothing left at that, that last minute. When he hit the shot, remember I was telling you, I watched this game on my cell phone. I got so excited. I accidentally like jumped up and my phone left my hand and I had to catch it real quick before it hit the ground. <laughs> Those who have iPhones know why I had to do that. <laughs> and you just see like when he hits that shot, like another like Mike Breen, like Kyrie bang moment. And you yeah, just hear like yeah. Oracle was just like, <sighs> that was it. Yeah. That, that killed the entire crowd. That's, and that's why the last minute so unremarkable is because they're out of it. You know, this is in Cleveland. This is a whole different story. So, but if they were in Cleveland, they probably would have won by twenty. So. Well, they had to shut down. Um, they had to shut down downtown Cleveland. Like you could oh, yeah. not drive into yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, this leads to Curry brings the ball down, and he gets the switch he wants on the Kevin Love and passes to Draymond. But Draymond gives him the ball back. He's like, "I don't, I don't want you to get out of this switch. Like you're taking this play." And Kevin Love just plays the best defense of his life. Like, this is the quickest lateral movement he's ever had in his whole, <laughs> his whole life. And, like, he just hangs with them. And it forces Curry to shoot this, like, ridiculously horrible shot. But Oh, it's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. But it's, at the same time, it wouldn't have surprised you if it went in at the time either. Because he right, was just, at, he the was... Time, at the time, like, anything would have went in. If it got out of his hands, there was a chance of it going in. And if you remember, there's that moment where he, like, goes, like, they show, like, he's, like... Just goes like that, where he's in yeah. his head. Yeah, And He knew it was over then. Yeah, he's like, That was Shit. it. That was it, man. Yeah. And then, of course, um, we have this situation where LeBron is, goes, goes for the game-winning dunk, and he, like, cocks his back. He, like, looks like he's about to throw it on, like, it's going to be the poster moment. This is – this now, now, that was something I, I – when I was re-watching this game, I went back and rewound it to watch it again. And I can positively say – 
had LeBron made that dunk, because he was so high, mm-hmm. and it was on. It looked like it was on the whole team, just the way it looked. It wasn't, <laughs> but it just looked like he was dunking on the entire team. That would have been his defining moment. That would have been his defining dunk of yeah. his entire career had that go down. So I give Draymond a little bit of credit for just fouling the shit out of him yeah. in, in the most non-flagrant way. That was like the best way you could foul him because it's like you don't want him to have that moment. And you, you can't let him dunk on you. You got to put him at the line. But I mean, if that goes down, it, that's the greatest dunk of his career. There's no question about it. Yeah, I completely agree because he yeah. like he Dr. Jade that how far back he was. Yes, he did. So, like, he Dr. Jade it. There we go. Yeah, and then like broke his wrist. When he hits the ground the way he did, it's like rolling around. I'm like, all right, well, I hope to and like you know, if that were to happen, Golden State gets to pick who shoots the free throws, which you know they're like, All right, Tristan Thompson, go ahead, get, go to the line. Like yeah. which we didn't talk enough about how good he was in this game. Oh, he was fantastic. He was he was great in this game. He was great in the whole series. Yeah. Yeah. So, but LeBron gets up after like the whole bench runs over and picks him up. He misses the first free throw, hits the second. Four, it's a four-point game at this point with like six seconds to go. Yeah. And he celebrates winning before the game's over, before they even hit the buzzer. It's like three, two seconds ago, like they throw well, the shot he up. Was, he's already he like. Was, he was, he was, it was, it was this moment. Like it was such a, a mountain climb. Because he was he was this close the year before, yeah. And it was just like taken away from him without anything. And one of the things I like that he said, he said, "I don't know why I have to take the long road. <laughs> why I had to take why I was set up to take the long road." But he did it, and he he persevered. And it's always going to be the greatest challenges of of his career. There's nothing that's going to be. And I know I know the NBA is coming back in a couple a couple weeks. Even if he comes back from three one down, it's still not going to be a defining moment the way this was. Agreed. Like when I think of LeBron James, and I'll be it. Like Miami Heat, LeBron is maybe the best basketball player I've ever seen. Peak, peak LeBron. Yes. Yeah. But like, and even now, like Lakers, LeBron, there's things he's doing. I'm like, when did he ever do that in his career? He's the greatest old player that's ever played the game. I know. Like Kareem is like, all right, man. Like take it. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like yeah. But um. Just like that moment, and it's so cool. Like when they have that moment when they win, and he's like on the ground, he's got his like heads there, and he's like crying, and like everyone's yeah. around him. Like I think James Posey's like patting him on the back. Damon yeah. Jones, who's been with him from the get, like from the jump, like is with them. And when they go to come back from commercial, and they're like, "Let's send it to Doris Burke because she's gonna interview LeBron." And him and Kyrie are like crying, celebrating, hugging, and you can like she's like, "Um, yeah. this is gonna be a moment." Yeah, like, yeah. Kyrie's like, I'm so sorry, Doris. I'm so sorry. And she's like, No worries, Kyrie. No worries. Which of course I, leads I, to I'm going to go ahead and say this. This is going to say weird. Doris Burke looked great in that game. She does. She I don't. Does. I don't know what it is. She looked phenomenal at that game. So I was watching that. I was like, I was like, man, she's great. But I was like, but that was that was like peak Doris Burke too. Like yeah. everything was peak that game. Yeah. So like that of course leads to like the you mentioned like I always got to take the longest row with the infamous like. Cleveland, this is for you. Yeah, yeah. On on the Golden State Warriors court, <laughs> and all these all these rich app developers and everybody who had who had been watching the Warriors for years, you know, were there and the, you know just walking out. Now, wasn't quite as evident as the fair weather Miami Heat fans. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give the Golden State Warriors fans a little bit more credit than that. But yeah. uh, but uh, it was it was such a great moment. You know, it's a damn shame he didn't get to experience it in Cleveland because the, the court would have been stormed. Yeah. It would have been stormed. That would have been it. They would have been able to stop it. Everybody would have been jumping on the courts. There would have been no holds bar, and it would have just been an all-out love fest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's the like I said, it's the defining moment of LeBron's career. Probably Kyrie's, you know, Kevin yeah, Love. Yeah. Kevin Love got a chip um, for yeah. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know if they're ever gonna have that moment. And and they really did live it up. And 
you know. Yeah, uh, they go to Vegas. You remember they, like the they, stories they of the Vegas to, trip? They went to Vegas <laughs> afterwards and, and, and they deserved every, every bit of that. Um, you know, but it was, it, it's that one, you know, I know they, 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 they went up, was it, they went four times with, you know, mm-hmm. LeBron and, you know, you know, he Five got that. technically count as seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. So um, it's just, um, it's, it's one of those moments where he was able to beat uh, one of the greatest teams of all time, uh, regardless of any circumstance or anything, because you got to have some luck. There's always a little bit of luck involved in any title championship. Kawhi Leonard will tell you that last season, the shot mm-hmm. against Philly was luck. Like doesn't get hurt. That, that shot doesn't go in. So yeah, exactly. So, you know, Every, you know, there's, it's always mood. And I feel like there's so many people that say, well, if this didn't happen or if this didn't happen or this happened, it didn't happen though. And that's why they won. So they were able to, you know, not get suspended, not have uh, injuries at the wrong time to make the right shots. There's so much that goes into winning that championship game. And, you know, I think a lot of people lose that. And there's just so many people that, that can go out there and make excuses and everything. But it's like, yeah, that, that was Cleveland's game. I, I'll tell you, like, it's one of the things, too, that makes me laugh because I want to kind of get into, like, what aged really well from that run. It's the best parade of all time for a championship. Like, it's amazing. You I never watched the parade. You have, like, shirtless, shirtless JR. Sure. And then, like, they have LeBron speak at the end. Like, Kevin Love comes out wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. He's wearing two title belts around his neck, including the Smoke and Skull right belt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have LeBron speak. And I remember watching it on TV. They had to blur out, like, every, like, ten words LeBron said because he, like, just was so excited. He was, like, cursing. Sure. And it was, like, yeah. And, like, they had that really cool picture where he's in the parade. And it's by his, like, you know, the infamous, like, powder picture. And it's him going like this, and it's like so neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that aged really well. Uh, Ty Lue aged really well by not signing his contract during the season, wait until yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Genius move. Yeah. Um, tell you what didn't age well, jerseys. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing that I I, you know, we're gonna look back. It's you know the picture of LeBron. Uh, cry the worst cry ever the ugliest cry ever in those dumb shirts and he's immortalized in that stupid shirt that they decided that adidas put them in i'll never forgive adidas for that yeah also were, doesn't age well. terrible marlin's man is in the crowd who is marlin's man who is marlin's man have you ever seen this guy's at like all these sporting events he wears like an orange miami marlin's jersey and an orange miami marlin's visor no, I'm unaware of his existence. Literally, is only famous for that, and like just shows up at sporting events all the time, and like thinks he's cool. And I'm like, dressed no, in man. you said Florida Marlins gear, not even Florida Marlins gear. That would be acceptable. Miami Marlins, Miami, Miami. So it, it's not it's not the throwback no. stuff. He's wearing the new stuff. So that that's his whole claim to fame. Yeah. Well, we could do that. Yeah, like he got his picture taken with a couple Hooters girls. Way to go! Congratulations. <laughs> Why should we remember him, Tim? Just forget about his existence completely. Don't even bring that up. Erase this from the podcast. Yes. Yes. Um, but, you know, this game really kind of changed basketball, if you think about it. So, like, obviously the story of Draymond goes after the postgame shower, goes into the, uh, the parking lot and calls Kevin Durant and is like, we need you. We got to get rid of Harrison Barnes. We're getting rid of that bum. <laughs> yeah. We won't um, tell them till later. <laughs> this is a couple guys' last NBA games. Mo Williams never played an NBA game again. Anderson Verjean never played an NBA game again. Yeah. Verjean, um, still he got a ring still, though, that bastard. Doesn't count, though. Doesn't count. I think he refused to take it, actually. Good. Yeah. Good. He didn't deserve it. And then, so I laughed at this. So I was on Fanatics the other day looking at stuff because I was trying to find like as much like the classic stuff the teams wore this year. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find some of the classic Cavs stuff because they wore that like Mark Price, like the Junius Ogalskis era uniform this year. Absolutely, yeah. And I came across the DVD from the 2016 NBA champion Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. Sean, here's is on the cover of this. So LeBron, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Kyrie. Yeah. Sure. Kevin Love. Yeah. Jarrett Smith. Fourth best player. Sure. Channing Fry. How many minutes did Channing Fry play in Game Seven? You ask. Zero. He played zero. Okay. Yeah. 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 Didn't play. 
Yeah. The one thing that aged the best, I think, from this time, though, is the infamous picture from NBA TV at practice for game five when LeBron's wearing the Undertaker shirt. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the banner pops up that says, no team's ever come back from down 3-1. He's wearing his sunglasses. Sunglasses, he's got the earpods in. Yeah. And he's just staring straight ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's one of the most and, – and it's – Homage uses that picture all the time because he's wearing he's, – he, he wore a few of their shirts, I think, over the years. Mm-hmm. I think he was the Ultimate Warrior one he later on. He wore Warrior shirt when they won the title. It's like won. a petty reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he, he, he was – LeBron was kind of a, a king of low-key trolling. He was. Uh, with his T-shirt choice. And uh, now, didn't The Undertaker show up? He showed up at a Cavs game. And the Cavs game, and then like, and then like LeBron kind of like didn't meet with him or something. So yeah, he didn't realize he was there and went the other entrance into the locker room. And he he was in full garb too, correct? Yeah, like Kevin Love and Kyrie got their picture with him, and like, of course they did. (laughs) Avon Shumpert did. And you can just say, hey, did hey LeBron, did you uh, did you get your picture taken with the Undertaker? He was here. Yeah, we were just back there. Nobody told me. Like, like I, that's just the way I picture that going down. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible. I wish that, like, I was, like, a fly on the wall for that, actually. <laughs> um, anything for you that, like, kind of aged um, the best other than what we talked about? The the last minute of the quarter did not age the best. Um, no. <laughs> Uh, no, everything everything is still you know going back at it. The jerseys obviously didn't didn't age great, but um, the colors are cool. Like I really like the gold. I like the black pants. I mean the black shorts, but like shorts are fine. I'll just that's yeah, all I'm giving them. That's all, wear that's all a jersey. Just wear a jersey. Exactly. Yeah, those were those were my least. That's my least favorite Cleveland jersey ever. The jersey. So. Um, which is funny because, like I said, it's it's the one that they'll always be immortalized in is that dumb thing. Yeah. And years from now, when LeBron be, gets uh, his statue at the queue and it was for the block, it's just him wearing that stupid thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's like you know, years down the line, Mitchell and Ness is going to re-release that dumb <laughs> thing, and there's going to be some loser. You're absolutely fan. right. It's going to be some loser fan, you know, who's still going to Cavs games, you know, and they don't have anybody. You know, they've re-signed Sean Kemp, but he's a coach now, you know. Darius and, Garland and uh, Colin Sexton still aren't passing the ball. Yeah, yeah. So it's – and it's – you know, and everybody – we always talk about LeBron. LeBron. There's never been anyone who has been more important to a team than LeBron James in Cleveland because every time he leaves there, the team goes to complete shit. I mean – when Jordan retired the first time, at least Scotty, you know, yeah. put on an MVP. He had Scotty, and Scotty was great. That team couldn't do anything after he left. But, you know, obviously, you know, Kyrie ends up leaving LeBron before he bails out because he, he knew what was happening. He knew he wasn't going to be there in a couple of years. So, oh, yeah. But, but, I mean, you look back at that, and it was, it was just – it's a – it's going to be one of those games where it was a bunch of great players in one of the greatest rivalries of all time. And I know, especially Alex, Alex likes to talk about like how burned out he was about the Cavs and the Warriors towards the end of that run. And, and there's like a part of me, like I was watching that game and I was like, God, I miss this. I did too. They were, you know, who cares if they kept playing every year? That's what greatness does. And if greatness wants to go on for 10 years, I'll watch it. It's still interesting to me because it's like, God, you're, you just keep getting to the top of the mountain over and over again. Like, to me, that's fun. Yeah, because I keep having to remind myself that the Raptors won the title last year. I'm like, oh, yeah, they did that. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny about that is I think that the – and, 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 you know, seeing Cleveland when they win the title, like actually seeing the Cleveland fans, I want to say that the Toronto Raptors fans were more pumped than Cleveland. And that's saying something because that was their one moment and they knew it was that that was their one moment. That was it. And it's just it's one of the it, you know, I, I hope Toronto doesn't become a, a one and done, you know, forever and everything because it's it's just such a weird moment in NBA history. But this rivalry is the, the rivalry that defined the era. Um, they'll be talking about it 20 years from now. Um, it's it's, you know, Paul Pierce will say it was that Celtics Lakers. Shut up, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Actually, we we got, ended the run. What'd you say? 
Because, like, I always laugh at that thing where, like, have you ever seen that clip when uh, Kevin Garnett was, like, talking about the Celtics and the he's like, we don't fuck with them and they don't fuck with us. And then someone's like, really? Because then they show, like, here's LeBron with Ray Allen. Here's yeah. LeBron with Rajon Rondo. Here's yeah. LeBron with Kendrick Perkins. And yeah. Then, uh, it's just it's just those like couple of old timers. That's it. Yeah. It's just it's just Paul Pierce and Garnett. That's it. Yeah, LeBron. They're like they're like, well, he left Cleveland because of us. I'm like, you're probably right there. I'm not gonna fight you on that. Yeah. But he also broke you guys up when he took Ray Allen from you. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah he got his he got his revenge there later on. Yeah. Well, this was a fun first start to this. I'm excited for these episodes. Um, so this is all week. You'll we'll have three classic games from this rivalry. Uh, we wanted to make sure we had, had like these recorded so we could advertise them and push them for you guys so we can build the excitement that we have for it. Um, thank you. Whether you've tuned in on our, our YouTube channel or listened to it on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever uh, we're really excited about this. I know we've got this coming up. We have a really fun Lakers 2k fantasy draft episode coming up. We're oh, really yeah. pumped about um, I gave everyone the draft boards recently. So I know, I laughed when you looked at that. I know we're like not trying to spoil it. Did you laugh how much the talent drops off after like five players at each position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just especially, that's, especially that's, center because it's like Shaq, Kareem, and the Lakers, Lakers. Wilt, Javale. And, and we decided not to put Steve Nash on there, right? I didn't see him yeah. on there, did I? Okay, good. No. So Steve Nash is not on there. I don't think I can count Rodman because the '98 Rodman's still too powerful for who he was as a as a Laker. Sure. Yeah. 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 I get you. Yeah, it was so hard to find a Pal Gasol. I had to use like an old, like classic Memphis Grizzlies team to use him. He's still, still a ninety. Yeah. Um, Elgin Baylor is like a. There's like one Elgin Baylor nerd that's a ninety, and there's one's like a seventy-two. Oh really? <laughs> it's weird. That's the interesting. The ninety-nine two thousand Lakers aren't on there, but the two thousand two thousand one Lakers aren't. The oh one oh two are not, but the oh three oh four are with Peyton and Kemp. Sure. Peyton and Malone. I'm like, yeah. What? Who put who picked these teams? It's just it's just what they did at the time. Yeah. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. A lot coming up as we're getting ready to get back in gear for the season to start. Have a good Weird, night. Huh? Yeah. Have a good night and uh, make sure to be ready for shot callers on Wednesday, Christmas Day, Kevin Durant's debut in the rivalry. Take it easy, everyone. <laughs>